All right, everyone. Uh, my name is Mazo, and here we are back at the onsen. I'm joined by co-host Sis. Do you want? Do you want? Do you remember? And co oh, co-host. I wanted to say Nexus, but Nexus isn't even here. But we do have special guest NBT. Face of Ace. I don't remember the lyrics, but yeah. <laughs> I, I don't know what you were going for there, but it, it, it'll work out in the end. It, it's a follow-up to this uh, because it's a, a Uberworld reference. Oh, you learn something new every day. Well, anyway, let's uh, get right into the topic. We're going to kind of go a little quick on this one. Some of us are on a bit of a timer. But uh, this time we're talking about physical versus digital. Specifically, what do you go for? Or more or less, what do we go for? With a little bit of viewer input to kind of pad out our own reasonings. So to start this one off, Sis, physical or digital? Um, both. It really depends. And they've got re weird parameters for everything. I think a lot of a lot of the comments on our Facebook and Twitter state that it's to support the artist, basically. And yeah, I've, I've put that down as one of my points. Another is like, I love looking through the booklet and with the photos and the art accompanying it, the lyrics. And seeing who just who was involved in producing it, also having the ability to rip in high quality and just appreciating everything to do with its production, basically. Um, but on the other hand, sometimes, like, I again, with the parameters, I don't really listen to a release sometimes until I buy the CD. I will wait, like, months before I buy it if I don't have any money, and then, and then I'll listen to it for the first time. I know there's the convenience of like Spotify now, but I just, it just makes waiting all that worth it. And obviously people can't, not all people can buy CDs depending on various factors. So I can understand digital. I normally buy digital when it's a band I'm not too sure about in terms of music. And sometimes I'll transition to physical and sometimes I'll just keep keep just keep it at digital because I've already got like a whole load of bands I'm following. So Okay, yeah. Well my my question is because you know, like you mentioned, there's all sorts of different circumstances. Maybe this is kind of straying off a little bit, but when it when it comes to things like Spotify, how much would you say that like deters you from buying at the end of the day, like it's basically just there already included with your membership with a lot of stuff. Do you feel like sometimes you don't buy something just because it's like, ah, I already got it on my, you know, premium ad free account? No, I it's funny because I use Spotify to check out new bands and releases I'm not too sure about. And then I will put that in maybe like. I've got like a mental list of releases I, I need to buy digitally and I'll put it in that and I'll buy it digitally, um, which is, yeah. So I it doesn't turn me out. Oh, st I'll still buy it. And then obviously once I buy something digitally, there's like a stage where I might buy it physically. But apart from that, it encourages me more to buy it rather than, oh, it's just there. Obviously, there's the, the ability for the digital side of Spotify to go. Like songs can just disappear one day and not be there. That's why I moved to normally iTunes and then buy it from there. Yeah, that's true. That I mean, what was it? Just uh, not that long ago, a good chunk, if not all of Devilu's stuff just went away because of some licensing lapse. But it all came back. So I guess that can happen with any artist at any time. Yeah. 
for sure. So you mentioned in, in, in some ways it motivates you to buy it. So when you're more motivated to buy it, what at the end of the day makes you pick the physical purchase over the digital purchase? Um, sometimes it, uh, it's, that's a difficult question. Um, <laughs> sometimes... For me, for me, that one is pretty easy to answer. So it's quite uh, interesting to see the contrast. If I'm really... If, yeah, so a good example is um, Alice 9. So Alice 9, I, I am on and off with their discography. And I, I, t- I occasionally buy their stuff digitally. So I'm, I've never like never bought anything physically. But yeah, I've, I've there are bands that I've just kept in a digital library solely. And then there are other bands where I'm just like, you know, I've listened to their music, however many times, and I'm like, you know what, I feel really invested in them i'm gonna buy it physically i think that might be the case for another band called frederick i bought their stuff like digitally i i listened to their music videos and i was like okay i'm gonna try out their their stuff and i kind of bought it i bought it blindly because i was like oh well it's got that one song on it if i don't like any of the other songs at least i like that one song and yeah i ended up really liking i think it was on loop or whatever and then i ended up buying like most of their discography digitally and then at one point i was like you know what i'm gonna buy it physically and i i've I, that's where i am right now i haven't listened to the, the recent stuff because i'm still trying to get money to buy their physical stuff so wait so you mean you're holding off to listen to their stuff because you don't have the physical disc yeah basically and i know i'm gonna enjoy it like i just know <laughs> uh <laughs> well i had circumstances where i was like oh i'm gonna enjoy this but like then, then I got quite disappointed, so... Yeah, I think bands that you can kind of guess that are safe, then then I can I can wait, I can hold off. But bands that, like, at its nine, I'm never really sure if I'm going to like their stuff or not. I kind of just... That's why I keep them more digital than physical. Okay, uh, so... Oh, there was something you mentioned, and it, and it kind of... Kind of ticked you off, right? No, I'm joking. It gave me like a kind of like a question, but I can't remember now, <laughs> so it's almost pointless. Uh, you said that you you okay, so you had an artist that you already had digitally, and you mentioned that you're working on completing the physical collection for it. And I have kind of the same thing with Duran Gray, where I'm very slowly catching up to match all the stuff that I have digitally, like really slowly. And it's more of a like, because they're a band that I like so much, I like having the tangible item. So for you, if you already have it digitally, what is the motivation for getting it physical? Oh, literally what I mentioned the first part, like just to support the artist, to see the whole, whole entire production of it, to have it in my collection, um, I've already. Yeah, I think like like or maybe like all of us here have have quite a a hefty collection, and it's also um continu continuity as well. Like just having like missing a release and being like, oh shit, I need to. I've already got like the release after the release I don't have, so I'm like, shit, I need to get that. Yeah, yeah like a complete gaps in my collection too. Yeah, a completionist kind of mindset. Yeah, which is okay. bad sometimes, but <laughs> that's that's my life now. I've just succumbed to it. 
Yeah, you 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 mentioned you know seeing the whole production of it because because there is a lot that goes into it. Yeah, when you get digital, you know, you get a a JPEG of, of the uh, of the album art and everything. But with the physical one, there's the booklet, there's the album art. Sometimes the booklet is a little bit different. It'll have different things on each page. Maybe you know, there's kind of a design to the booklet, like uh, I think it's marrow of the bone. The, the JPEG, you can tell what's going on, but the album, especially, I think it's specifically the U.S. release, you can't see anything on those pages because it's black on gray ink. Oh, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> so it, 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 it's, it's its own thing, you know? So with, with digital, you don't really get that. You just get like, you know, what it is. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, uh, N- NBT, do you have anything to add to any of the points that he brought up? Well, he brought up so many points, so I don't know if I can just pinpoint anything right now. What What stands out to you the most, I guess? So basically what I have is like my own opinions to the whole thing. So it's more like the stuff that Maso kind of like followed up with. Uh, I thought the, those were pretty interesting questions as well, so... I kind of had those answered already throughout your conversation. Mm. What, so what's your like collection like? Is it similar to mine or do you have, do you have any like parameters with how you collect digital and physical music as well? Um, for me, like, so one of the things that you mentioned was that uh, it was uh, difficult for you to, can I answer if, if you were going to buy the physical release or the digital one? Um, so for me, that one was, uh, that was, was clear uh, for me as to how I kind of distinguish them. Uh, for me, I tend like these days because it's, it hasn't always been like this. So I can start with like when I used to buy uh, physical as kind of like my primarily uh, choice. Well, of course, that, that was when like we didn't have MP3s as uh, accessible as we have right now. So, I mean, that was the go-to choice. But with digital coming into our lives, um, I, I've been kind of moved towards that stage instead because, I mean, it it's kind of takes up a lot of space. But yeah. that, that, that is not like the main reason, uh, but one of the reasons. But I feel like, um, like buying physical, uh, it, it, it's of course more rewarding than just getting the digital. But with music, like I don't, I don't even, I don't even have a, a CD player anymore. <laughs> so, yeah. Yeah. And, you don't have any kind of disk drive, like within the, the living space. <laughs> No. Wow, that's interesting, man. I still, like, I, I mean, I built this PC that I'm using now maybe five years ago now, but even when I built it, I still put a Blu-ray drive in it just, just because, you know, I never knew what I would need it for. So yeah. the only time I'm I, I'm actually using a, a CD, uh, sorry, uh, yeah, yeah, a, can I, or a CD player, uh, is when I'm, um, what's it called? Extracting the songs and uh, when I'm ripping the songs. Uh, but then I'm borrowing someone else's, uh, like, uh, I haven't bought a CD player myself for that. <laughs> so I'm just borrowing someone else's for that. Okay. So you use it mainly for, for ripping and, and you're borrowing one. So you're talking about like an external drive. 
Yeah, exactly. So that is like the only time I'm using a uh, uh, I'm using a CD player because most of my releases they're really I buy them, then I just store them. Like I don't do anything with them anymore. So it's more like uh, what, what what would you say? Like it's just a collectible item anymore. Like at, at this stage, because I don't even open the CD and I don't even look at the booklet or anything like that. Uh, so that might be a bit controversial. Yeah, that's that's uh, <laughs> yeah, that is that is kind of strange. It's like I bought this, but uh, you know, it's just gonna yeah, especially you... especially for like bands who release photo books or some kind of additional. Uh, thing in the limited edition packets especially for the gazette for mass i remember there was a limited edition there the photo book so like that's meant to be open you know that's meant to be <laughs> that's meant to be like like handled but obviously i can understand also not like you maybe somebody will buy two copy two copies and open one of them and keep one but yeah, that, so that I'm, depends on situation you're in. So yeah, yeah, I'm I'm quite progressive, I would say in that in that aspect. Progressive. Um, so that that's I like I like I like the terminology here. Uh, so that's yeah, I mean it's one way to put it. Uh, but like as I mentioned, it's a collectible for me. So it's the same as uh, think of it like uh, buying one of those um, like uh, like figurines that are like uh, still in the package or a super old like Super Mario game that is still in the package or like the Zelda ones. Uh, for me, it's kind of like that. Like I, I want them in their pristine condition. So I don't even open the plastic uh, packaging because I want it to be as pristine as possible because it's a collectible. So, so from... if, if you had to pick one physical that you have, which one do you think in... In, in 30 years is going to be worth a million dollars? Probably all of the, uh, well, not all, but like the ones that I have uh, like signed all of the CDs. So this kind of goes into one of my next point is that, well, dude, dude, don't type. Don't next type. Is you're slamming around on the keyboard. So, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> sorry. So which one of all the releases you have uh, that you have unopened which one in 30 years do you think is going to be the million dollar Super Mario 64? <laughs> <laughs> okay, so I don't think any of them would be that, but the, the one that are more... Um, is that because you don't have any physical copies of Dear uh, may, may Maybe that's the case. Uh, yeah. But I have signed the Gazette stuff, so maybe that, <clears throat> that would be it. Um, but... What I'm thinking is that uh, while none of them will probably be super expensive in like 30, 30 years down the line, I think um, the more valuable valuable ones will be the ones that have like uh, signed. So I have like uh, signatures of a, a lot of the like the obscure Dojin kind of bands or uh, let's say Gurugamesh. Who's already disbanded? So those kind of stuff. Um, so you probably wouldn't get the like full lineup of the band signature anymore, right? So I mean, especially if somebody dies. Oh yeah, Jesus, sure. dude. <laughs> well, it's it's objectively true that after somebody dies, their signature goes up in value. It's just sad, but it is what it is, you know. I feel like the the value of stuff. I mean, a bit of a tangent, anyway. But value of stuff will be. But definitely more with the cassette tapes in like cassette tapes in VK and yeah, and VHS uh, is the old shit. 
and also like the old yeah the older rarer shit that sounds like crunchy but like um, uh, only real small portion of my collection is uh, VK oh okay cool yeah I mean like if it's like I guess niche in terms of like VK back in the 90s or uh, 90s where there's cassette tapes and then there's limited limited edition singles I guess like ones that you can only get at live houses and ones that they didn't really print much copies of then those will probably go up in price or be pricey at least. But I, you know, that that's that's a really interesting thing. I think unless like the band is still relevant, obviously that's a big part of it. But I feel like a lot of stuff after maybe 10, 15 years, regardless of the band's relevancy, probably won't really increase in value. Yeah. I mean, so just to get back to kind of my point of view, none of the aspect of like selling my stuff has been <laughs> like in my mindset of collecting things. Uh, so I only brought yeah, I mean, up that's fair. yeah. So I only brought up like the uh, the comparison about like the figurines and like the uh, expensive. Uh, like uh, unopened package of, of uh, old games. Those were only examples of like why I want to keep it pristine. It's, uh, well, I mean, it, I, I just want it as a collectible. So I think a lot of those people who collected uh, these items might not have thought about that at first because, I mean, it wasn't worth that much uh, at the point when they got it probably. So it still ended up uh, being a, in a pristine uh, um, a, a quality. Um, See, that's, that's like I kind of kind of don't get about um, keeping collectibles in their uh, original packaging. Like I know it increases their value, but why would you buy something just to keep it in a box? It doesn't. Well, because I'm still getting into the content. Uh, I still get to listen to the music digitally, right? Yeah, but when it comes to like generally collectibles, I mean, if you if you if you're buying CDs and keeping them in the original packaging, that kind of makes sense in this era because you're not gonna listen to the CD anyway. Most people don't even have anything to play it on. Listen, Nexus, I do that. Shut up! No, I'm joking. Oh, oh. Um, I do keep it. I'd like if I get a CD. And you I have the plastic. Play the physical CD. I play the physical CD and then I put it back in the plastic. But mainly because the I think it's the OB because I have no other. I could put it in the CD, but I'm like actually no, I'm not gonna do that. It was intentionally made for it to be like outside of the CD. <laughs> you, that, use that, that, that plastic <laughs> holds. That plastic holds it. So then I'm wait, like wait, okay. So cool. Like the plastic sleeve that they're sold in, you just you slide it back on. Yeah, I mean, yeah, it's already ripped like halfway down, yeah, like not I, halfway I, I down, but like I get exactly what you mean. I'm just impressed that you can actually get it on because it yeah, it's hard difficult. Fucking sometimes it is fucking difficult. So, so just to go back onto the topic of like um, what I'm, uh, so the contrast between uh, when I'm buying physical and when I, when I'm buying digital. So the main reason. I think I probably <laughs> uh, forgot to mention it, but the main reason is that I, for stuff that are physical, those are kind of like things that I want to uh, collect. So, what, uh, and not only collect, but I want it to be more memorable. So the main case would be when I'm, uh, for example, uh, at Comic Head, I get to talk to the musicians 
I get to uh, like buy their stuff like from them and handed uh, and handed the CD from them and also get it signed. So the whole experience to that is a lot more valuable than actually buying the like actually having the physical disc. The physical disc is just like a symbol or something like that, but the experience itself uh, is for me what really matters. And then. Uh, I guess yeah. This this CD becomes like a memento, like yeah, so, um, yeah, yeah. Uh, somebody in our comments on Twitter actually said uh, something similar to to what you said. Like many reasons, I like look at uh, my CD collection, DVD collection, and memories of the bands come up, or maybe I bought this and that CD at a special live in store convention shop, etc. Um, I love to discover the packaging design and what and artwork booklets, flyers, and sometimes the tiny secret messages. Um, uh, I that, well, I guess only a tiny part of that and I kind of converged, but like a yeah, lot of yeah. the other stuff weren't really. Yeah, yeah. How I kind of the reasons why I get physical disc and and digital uh, because I mean uh, our libraries are kind of like expanding infinitely now with music uh so it's not feasible at least for me to store a bunch of cds so uh, i'm trying to only collect the ones that i kind of have the urge to uh, to to complete kind of like um for example uh, i've been collecting gazette's album um since forever so i'm still buying their albums but i'm kind of skipping their singles and stuff because uh <laughs> nobody gets space for that uh, i mean it, it, it's it's not possible for me to get the old ones probably mm-hmm. and also it's not pro- possible for me to get the uh, like uh the first press edition which yeah. is uh, what i would prefer if i got their uh, work S- somebody's probably selling that but it probably costs like an arm and a leg yeah and i actually don't know how to to kind of find out if it's a first press edition oh yeah you probably yeah, have guess to unless, yes. unless they yeah i mean they could list it but they could also be lying <laughs> yeah there's probably like code numbers for that you know something deep that, so yeah but but where where do you find those code numbers like oh, uh, d- to d- compare there with? is a there is a whole <laughs> i've yet to talk about that just okay. people people looking for code numbers and everything but um yeah oh and sorry i just wanted to say that comment was by uh minu on twitter yeah so that's kind of like well the, the main reasons why why I get um uh, physical disc versus uh, digital disc uh, digital music. <laughs> <laughs> and when when you say digital, do you mean actually like buying the digital release or just paying for Spotify? No, I, I, I okay. Well, so that's a whole different conversation too. But I don't use Spotify uh, more than like previewing the music, and uh, I would after doing that or like. Assist sometimes I'll just buy off buy the whole album like instantly without knowing what I'm getting. I I'm using Spotify mainly as a way to preview my music. What yeah, I just next? consider piracy, yeah. uh, piracy Spotify piracy with extra steps. But yeah, uh, Nexus. <laughs> what about you? Like Sis said. Yeah, I honestly probably really uh, lean most on the buying of physical merchandise and stuff, or like the ad concert experience. Unless it's like a band I'm really following, and I'm just collecting the entire discography because I don't know what to do with my money. And I don't really do that anymore. But yeah, it's you know when you're at a concert and you're in after the live hype, 
and the band was really great and you were like, yeah, but I should probably support this. And then you spend an exorbitant amount of money on their discography or like uh, half the merchandise stand. Kind of thing that happens. Then it piles up at my home. I miss concerts. <laughs> That's it? <laughs> yeah. And it piles up at my home. <laughs> so, I mean, for, no, for I, have, I, have, I, have, I have so much physical merchandise and like physical CDs, so many at home. That I literally bought at a concert just to like support the band, and I didn't really even like the band all that much, but I felt bad. Wait, yeah, so did you uh, did you do that even for like uh, like so for example, if we compare it to myself, do you do it for the experience itself to kind of relive it? Oh uh, yeah, kind of, and also at like a lot of the smaller concerts, they literally uh literally do the signing session with like only official merchandise. So if you buy something official, you get twice the value because you get to meet the band yeah yeah so you you talked about like reminiscing and stuff and kind of splurging at shows but do you have an overall preference like if like it, it's gonna sound kind of stupid but if the artist offered something like even if you bought the digital version you know we'll we'll sign a shirt that you bought or something would you go for the digital instead of the physical like what is the determining factor at the end of the day for you what makes one medium but that sounds super weird other? though yeah i know but but still like what makes one medium better than the other for you i guess i just kind of enjoy owning the physical cd as a memento even though like says even though i don't put the physical <laughs> plastic sleeves back on it i do like yeah enjoy having them as little treasures like reminders that i like that band or like i was at that concert or something like that i don't i don't know there's just something that doesn't quite do it for me with buying buying digital releases i guess i, I can't really put my finger on why i enjoy having a physical cd even though i don't physically listen to the cd like i buy a physical cd i put it in my stash of cds okay all right uh lately i usually just listen to the audio on spotify if it's there even yeah. if the physical CD, because yeah, I I don't I don't really have anything to like even put a CD in to rip it. So I uh, I just buy the CD and listen to the audio on Spotify. It's Spotify <laughs> bad. Should I stop talking about using it? Yeah, no, I mean... no, we're on Spotify. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, yeah. Oh yeah, that's true. <laughs> I mean, I, I've said before, I personally do not like Spotify at all. But you know, it's it's here to stay. I. I, I'm kind of... Uh, Spotify is good because... But it's also bad in many ways. Like, it's good and bad. Uh, because we get a lot of... The mu music gets a lot more accessible now. Imagine in the past, like, you would... How, how, how would you listen to Japanese music? Maybe it was YouTube, right? It, it was pirated on YouTube, pirated. Yeah, pirated or YouTube. Or not at all. But There's a lot of. But before, different. like before that, like it was even harder. No, no. Well, you just probably wouldn't. Yeah, as as technology's gotten better, we we are able to buy releases now. I mean, bands have gotten so much better. At fucking. Like, but now, but now you can you can spread the music for, yeah. for free, like. There's no, there's no limitation anymore. Like you, like there's an album that you you love that people would uh, like that that you want to share with people, and you just link to Spotify and then they can enjoy it, and then they also can become fan of the band. There are yeah. also cases though that when bands don't actually don't like 
there are when they don't release anything on Spotify, and so you'd actually have to buy the CD, which is fine, I guess. But how do you how do you get your friend to become a fan then? Like it's really hard. They think it will make you it will make you buy more of their stuff, but in fact, it will just make it harder for people to get into their band. Yeah, I I yeah, there's a particular band that I want I don't I won't, won't name any mention, but that's what how I felt about that particular band. I was like, you've you've released the CD and you can't you can't any you've put previews on YouTube, but only people can buy like buy it. They can't hear it on Spotify and you're you're like a newish band you know that that you need that i think you need that support sometimes you know so and obviously there's obvious uh occasions where um people can't afford at all cds so they will go all digital which is another point See, some, yeah some people money. are of the opinion that if you can't afford the cds you shouldn't have any option of listening to it ah uh, well i don't know about that uh i mean i i didn't uh, I didn't buy like physical, no, sorry, not physical. I didn't buy music that often uh, compared to in the past when I was like a student. Um, I mean, uh, with what money? Uh, yeah. Spotify is like how much? Like 10, 10 bucks a month or something? Even less, something like eight. Yeah. So I, I know that Apple Music uh, students can get it for, I think, $5. Um, but imagine that compare that five dollars and compare that with buying a album <laughs> and the album is like four or five times the price uh, yeah well yeah it, yeah if you're unlucky with that uh, then you'll have to pay like the tax or um yeah, yeah and yeah the value add the tax and stuff like that as well. Right. Bull, I, so I bullshit. still remember my my because my country is horrible with with customs, and I still remember all my orders from CD Japan when the actual I would have to order in giant batches because thirty dollars for shipping, and then they slap on the custom fees anyway. Yeah, and you just you you pay like twice of whatever you bought because it's the horrible yeah, that's also one of the reasons why i don't get singles because i'm paying more for the shipping yeah. like the whole that's entire thing yeah yeah, yeah. See, that's, that's, what, that's yeah. why i talked so much about getting physical media at concerts because like it's they already shipped it here it's right in front of me might as well buy it and have to pay <laughs> an exorbitant amount yeah. of money for shipping and customs yeah yeah that's right i i normally like do it in batches sometimes i i just do the one cd it depends on the availability but i have the fortune to do that not a lot of people do so like it's probably a completely different conversation if you like live in japan and don't yeah for sure worry about all that oh yeah 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 uh always when i go to japan i, I buy too much cds and then i regret it yeah so um, <laughs> yeah there would be literally me going to japan would be just going there with like the clothes on my back and an empty suitcase and leaving with a bunch of merchandise yeah, well, one suitcase isn't enough. I mean, if if anything, no, he kind of proved that. You you buy you buy another suitcase in Japan and then you leave with two. Yeah, there's a reason that that like in the touristy areas they almost always sell luggage as well. 
Oh yeah, so here's our extra suitcase for your own bullshit. All, all according to plan. Okay, Gaku. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I, I totally forgot this, but uh, one of the other main reasons why I get physical uh, copies is because I want the um, the bonus content. Uh, well, the, what do you call it? Yeah, this... Yeah, we'll call it bonus, right? Limited edition content, yeah. yeah. Someone has this a DVD or something like that. Oh, no, no. Actually, not that. But huh? the uh, the external bonuses, like a a sticker or like a poster. So things like that. And sometimes it actually comes with a, a, a bonus disc. Yeah, see, mm. that's, uh, that's why I used to buy like so many copies of uh, physical refrigerator CDs because they used to do the sneaky thing in which they made like little bonus DVDs with bonus content you couldn't get anywhere else except they had a different DVD for each uh, CD retailer in Japan that they had their CDs in. So you would have to get it like five times if you wanted all of them. So, so that's only in the first press kind of limited uh, um, um, phase, right? So, I mean, after that, you can't yeah, get they it. Were, they were limited. Yeah. So, so yeah, exactly. So, that's kind of the stuff <laughs> that gets me to buy a, a physical disc as well because I'm, I'm mainly buying it for the, the bonus content um, yeah. because the music itself I can, like, get whenever I want. I know we're talking about CDs, but... Um, a few of these comments on Facebook and Twitter also mentioned vinyls, which is another point of contention where vinyls is a, also a very, um, like, I guess the last few years, peop- more people have been going down that direction. And because of the art on the vinyl, they use that as an art piece. And the, what, the, I guess the design on the vinyl itself as well is also an art piece. So that is another, another reason for, I guess, physical media. Do you guys have room to actually display those at home? What do people actually do with them? Do you literally just display them like on walls or on shelves? Or do people buy them to listen to them? <laughs> whatever it's called. That I, I think both both cases exist. But for me, yeah. uh, like uh, Crossfaith, uh, they were like uh, enticing me to buy their uh, uh, like vinyl. I was like, I don't have a player for that. <laughs> they were like, just, just buy it and display it i was like okay fine and i got it signed anyway so i was like okay why not you know i I guess it's easier to display vinyl than a cd because it's bigger and also you can but isn't that worse because it takes much space i mean you can put vinyls on walls yeah that looks cool i would display it personally i don't have a i i mean my parents do but like i don't have a person personally i don't have a player so i would just display it um i know mark came out with a uh, a vinyl Ooh. for Muck. 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 Oh, okay, I know that man. <laughs> man, Mazo, Muck you, man. <laughs> Any day, baby. Um, they came up with a uh a vinyl for uh one of the albums. I can't remember the most recent album. No, wait, what? No, not the most recent album. Sorry. Um, one of the albums, and I was like, oh, I should have bought that because actually the art was really nice. But um, other than that, I wouldn't, I wouldn't play it. I just keep it. So. Understandable. The uh, actual vinyl itself, not just the artwork, uh, is typically at least the newer ones are are. They have some prints on them, I guess. 
like on the mm. vinyl itself? Yeah, the crossfade dye, well, it's uh, actually uh, orange with uh, stripes on. Oh, okay. Huh. So I have it. Um, the the vinyl itself is half displayed while I'm I'm showing off the cover art as well. But like, no, it's not like a sticker on the vinyl. It's like the the thing. It's in other color than black. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's uh, it's almost see through. I think it's see through. Yeah, it is. Yeah, you know, one of the things that's uh, I mean, I saw this a while back, like like a long time ago now, probably over a decade now. But one of the things that's really interesting about vinyl was uh, it was it was Jamaica, I believe. Vinyl like never died, and there's so much music being produced there that you know artists are constantly releasing stuff on vinyl, and anything that doesn't sell, like at the end of so much time, basically you send it all back to the factory. They pop out the section of the vinyl that has like the tag on it, like uh, the big sticker that has like the artist name and everything on this style of vinyl. And then they melt it all down and make more vinyls out of it. Like it's a mm. it's a really easy to recycle thing, which is kind of cool. Wow. Interesting. Yeah. Yeah. That's really cool. I never knew that. Yeah. It, it was it was I forget what it was that I was watching. It was probably on like VH1 or MTV or even Fuse way the heck back when. And I was like, oh, that's pretty cool. But yeah, v- vinyl's an interesting one. I, I actually, I don't have any way to play vinyl myself, but I own, I think it's Doom Spiro Spero on vinyl because I was like, that's cool. That's that's retro. It's like, my sister has a, has a record player that I got her. And so she buys vinyls now and then. And she claims that things just sound different. Uh, especially depending on the artist, in some ways it's better. Uh, honestly, I would my first instinct would be to say that it probably sounds worse. But you know, what do I know about music? Um, yeah, I, yeah, I think I mean, it's more would, of a preference. So uh, it's uh, yeah, it's, it's like it's like like uh, playing with your EQ settings uh, yeah. in, in that yeah. kind of sense. Or like, like ripping out. The, it's the same way some people prefer the the old school garage sound of old recording. Black metal, oh, like what you know, how like teeny teeny vo- uh, teeny sound. Yes, some of some of the older, even in J Rock, especially some of the older recording, especially from indie bands, genuinely sound like they were recording in somebody's bathroom. <laughs> so I love that's, that's my favorite sound. Wow. Amazing. <laughs> hey, hey, man, hey, man put, put, put that bathroom EQ for me. Put that bathroom EQ for me. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah. like, the reason I said black metal, because, like, that's, like, one of the staples of the genre. Like, if Sounding it doesn't like sound like you recorded in a fucking storm drain, you're not black metal. <laughs> No, it's probably part of it. Uh, so but, uh, yeah, I mean, like with vinyl, you get the hiss and everything, and to some people, that that adds uh, like a a body to the music. It adds a, another dimension to it. it like I said, it, depending on the genre too. Like my sister in particular, it's not like she's buying, you know, the latest technical death metal band and going, oh yeah, that hiss really adds to the solo. <laughs> but but how, how, do, how do you feel that... Folky sounding, like hipster stuff, no offense, not like she listens. But I'm thinking, how do you feel that you only own one uh, like Deer and Grey vinyl and you don't what have do any else? How do I feel? As a, uh, does the completionist in you 
kind of scream. Nah, it's just sitting there like alone. That that's kind of oh, my... dude. Like it's 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 not even like it's just sitting there. It's literally tucked in between two things. Like I forgot I owned it until the fact that you guys were talking about vinyl. Oh, did you know you what? Like when when Doom Spiro was new, did they have vinyls or is nope. it like a more recent thing? Uh, I think, I think it was, like, it came out when it was new, but I didn't get it for a while. Mm-hmm. Like, I was just like, oh, okay. Because I, I, I can't tell if I just wasn't paying attention and the vinyls as collectibles were always a thing along CDs, or if it's like a new fad. Because I think like, it's like everyone's, a... everyone's doing vinyls now. Yeah, I, I never think used it's... to see it, and I don't know if I just didn't know about it or it wasn't a thing. No, it definitely was not a thing for a good chunk of time, and then it, like was like a a niche thing and now it's like a niche thing yeah it's the same with like cassettes i think with like i think black metal oh i got a cassette for uh some freaking uh porno grind band and it's it's awesome i i that's the that's the one thing where even if i wanted to i definitely have nothing to play it on but is that is that because uh it's a niche like within the band and what do you do the genre Okay. Yeah, I yeah. still, I still, uh, uh, like, not even within the band, just like as, as a, as part of like the, kind of the underground music scene, because yeah. that was a big thing, you know, in in what the eighties or whatever, with bands putting out tapes and tapes. Tapes were a big deal back in the day. You talk to any dinosaur and they'll tell you. <laughs> but uh, you know, with with like indie underground hardcore bands, tapes are like all the rage right now. I still remember when I first went to go see Toriko, there was this band that was one of the opening acts. Uh, that's a whole other story. But um, they were selling tapes and I was like, oh, my God, that is so hipster. And here I am with a tape <laughs> years later. And I'm like, this is so cool. And it's like they were just totally... they. They were into tapes before it was cool. I guess they were really <laughs> hipster about it. Like, true hipster. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. So, particularly yeah. uncool now that you're not doing it. Now that you're doing it. And they were doing it before it was cool. Yeah, yeah. I, I have a thing that is kind of the opposite end of it. Um, from the Korean artist G-Dragon. He sold a... Um, "Quote unquote um, CD, which included a USB <laughs> with all the songs in it. I mean, well, decay. Decay's done that. Yeah, I was gonna say, yeah. Yeah, decay's done that. Yes, I thought that was the coolest thing ever. I was like, that is, that is, that's like ten years ahead of its time, man. Like, I, was... I thought that was insane. But the thing is, I mean, if you have a USB stick, you can just erase the data. So." Yeah, it's not the same thing as a CD. Like it doesn't feel the same. Wasn't it? Was it at least like a cool themed uh, USB stick? Like, yeah, it was red. I, I wish I had the money to tell you. I mean, USBs also cost a lot. Like I don't know why. They, not they, as when, much they, as you they, think anymore. The, I mean, no, not now. But decays. I remember that USB being a lot, like fourteen thousand yen, I think, or something like that. I don't know, maybe less. I was like, oh, okay, for a USB. And I don't think there was, I don't know if there was any extras. It might have been. I, I, I think you got scammed that that was it. 
Better be a solid gold you <laughs> I was like, this is too much for like a first the first release of a band for me. So but at least he got the money. At least Dai got his money. That cash money. That's but does this feel does <laughs> this feel um how how would just how would you put it? Does it feel worse? Uh, to have um, selling music this way in physical USB sticks because it's still it's... no no uh, I've I think it's just another creative way to like a way of like selling selling music really if if you make it like a custom like USB stick with like something like the band logo on it at least and I see some point in it, not just the random USB stick from the store, then you may as well just buy it digitally and not bother with the USB stick. So, uh, yeah, I don't know. But the the essence kind of feel like it's gone for me for some reason. Yeah, yeah, that's there's just something about buying the CD. I don't know. For, for me, like, the, the CD is... Um, I mean, it's, it's, it's stuck with the songs, but with a USB stick, um, you can offload and, and, and load in whatever you want in it. Yeah. So uh, with like um, at least with games, for example, like that, uh, it's it's very similar to that actually with the, for example, uh, Switch games. But you you can't really uh, un- unload the content or like put in new content to the uh, cartridge. Yeah. I mean, uh, I'm <laughs> sure you could. But, but but we're not we're not talking about that. Effort. We're we're not talking about that. I mean, for a a typical person who's uh, buying the game. Uh, Fucking normies. <laughs> oh okay. Oh, I, I actually need to I need to go. So I, I will see you guys later. Oh sorry. All right. All right. Yeah, we'll see you later, sis. We're probably no not going to be going that much longer. But thank you for joining. No problem. Bye. See ya. Bye. Bye. And just like that, there was three again. That's going to be an interesting lineup. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So where were we? So I guess what I'm getting is when between all of us, for the most part, when it comes to buying physical or digital, when we buy physical, there's kind of a bit more weight behind it. It means more to us. Am I wrong? Yeah. yeah. You're, no, no, you're not wrong. It's correct. <laughs> oh, okay. So, sorry. <laughs> NVT? Yeah, yeah. I, 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 I would agree with that. Okay. All right. Well, I mean, we, we lost Sis. So let's... Uh, I'm going to try and kind of cap this off. Uh, so... Uh, ex- please excuse the clicking because I'm going around looking for some of the things. But, uh, you know, it was, it was mentioned a lot by everyone that a lot of people talked about uh, buying physical because it's supporting the artist. And w- we we kind of negged Spotify a little bit, which we're on Spotify. If anybody was wondering, we are on Spotify yeah, I heard that we were on Spotify, actually. To this on Spotify right now. <laughs> exactly. We're on Spotify. find us on Spotify, because everything is on Spotify now, because John, Spotify John, is the future. Joe, Joe Rogan? I, I almost said John Rogan, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. Yeah. So, again, a lot of people talk about how that feels more like supporting them, and then, you know, you could talk about how the... Uh, the split in revenue is on Spotify, how the data suggests that the majority of artists don't even see literally any money. But, you know, that's that's all for another day, another topic. But 
a lot of what I saw was people talking about the hobby of collecting. Uh, specifically, there was one on uh, uh, Facebook here. We got Angie SB says, my hobby is collecting music CDs from my favorite bands. Also, my father taught me from a young age to support the artists I love because he has a CD collection as well. He taught me how important it is to support music, even if you have to save up for a while to afford the CDs you want. Which, yeah, I, I, I really like that answer because, one, I kind of see a little bit of what Siz was saying, where sometimes if there's an artist he really wants to get behind, he's got to wait a little bit before he can actually afford the purchase, mm -hmm. and it makes it that much better for him. And the other thing in this one is they talk about how their father taught them from a young age to support artists. And I get the same thing from my dad. I mean, I've talked to you guys before. I think I've sent pictures even of how it's like, you know, wall-to-wall -wall coverage of CDs in his office. And it's just all old thrash and death metal and just, you know, every which way subgenre of metal. And it's it's these tons of it are artists you've probably never heard of. And he's, he's just got stuff from all over the world. And it, it, it's really cool, you know, so that's kind of why I like to buy physical. So the question we asked on social media was specifically, why do you still buy a physical disc? Uh, so we didn't explicitly mention uh, which one is better, uh, the physical part or the digital. Uh, mm -hmm. But James Hoffman mentioned on Facebook um, you never know how long something is going to be online. So I buy actual disc too. And um, I think it's uh, it goes along with the things that you mentioned with um, Devaluf. They just disappeared one day and uh, were gone for, I think, maybe two months or so. And then uh, finally they came back and actually added a bit more uh, new content. So that was a relief, but it plays in well with how your music listening experience is pretty much curated in a way. Because any band that isn't on Spotify, and, and if you're uh, someone who only uh, can afford Spotify, uh, which is uh, reasonable, I mean... It costs a lot of money to buy music. Um, your listening experience is going to be limited to whatever Spotify offers and whatever. Uh, and also, if they remove something, then you basically don't have that anymore. They'll have to do that. Yeah. It's the same thing with Netflix, but um, yeah, the same concept. You know, it's, it's interesting because you mentioned how buying the music is pretty expensive. And when it comes to, like, you know, the J-Rock community or, again, the death metal community or any kind of music community other than pop and hip-hop, I mean, you see it sometimes there, too. But there's a lot of elitism. And it's because at the end of the day, if you really look at it, music is, is a luxury. Up until, you know, Spotify, uh, you had to be really careful with what you decided to listen to because you were putting your cold, hard cash down on whatever that was. So I feel like that that's where a lot of that elitism comes from. It's because you really, when you were supporting these bands, it really meant it back then. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. And, and, and to be fair, when it comes to like the smaller genres like J-Rock or Visual K, we're like, you know, 
buying the caviar of, of of the music industry not as in like oh it is the penultimate but we pay a very special premium to get what we're getting uh music in itself isn't that expensive but the the problem is that <laughs> we're greedy we want to listen to a lot of music and a lot of bands and <laughs> the only way to do that without like i don't know drinking water and eating bread every for lunch every day is um to get into uh, streaming actually because it's so affordable um so i think we also get a bit spoiled because there are so much music these days in the past we were um similar to what i said before we were uh we were very much curated the music that we listened to because we had um the radio as kind of a reference point as to what is uh, currently uh, popular right now and what is new music right now and um, the same thing with like MTV so those were kind of pushing you what is worth listening to but now with the internet you have like <laughs> an unlimited supply of music so you really want to listen to everything right so that's why it's so expensive to buy music these days. Not because the price has gone up, but it's more because the demand for you wanting to listen to music probably has increased. Yeah, yeah, that's fair. I mean, uh, I can't remember who it was that mentioned that it's kind of curated when you're going through a service like Spotify. And I think that's why I just refuse to use those services because I don't like that. Uh, just just pushing whatever the algorithm says. I mean, I mean my you, first... You know it has a search function and you can just look up shit, right? Yeah, yeah. Like, don't but have to... My, you you know it's forcing you to listen to the thing that's on the homepage. But no, but <laughs> he's still, he's still getting... But he's still getting affected by the algorithm because you have, like, the artist suggestions and things like that. Yeah, that's what I'm talking about, artist suggestions. My first experience with any of that was Pandora way back when and I was listening to Dear on Grey and it was like yeah try some Slipknot I'm like I know Slipknot I know, I know what I like by Slipknot but I'm listening to Dear on Grey I don't want to listen to Slipknot or you know Five Finger Death Punch and it's like yeah no that's not what I want right now and Spotify in the small instances that I have been exposed to it does very similar things and I don't like that it does that it's like oh yeah, this is similar because our data says so, but to me, it's just not at all. <laughs> yeah, um, so I just want to bring up, uh, in, in related to that part, uh, how I store my music. Um, so I basically just listen digi digitally. So all of the music that I bought, I put them on a server and uh, I, I'm using Plex to host my music. And that way, it's my own kind of Spotify. And they have a feature uh, where they uh, are able to match artists which sound similar. So in a way, I'm getting curated music, but it's my own music. So I feel like this experience is a lot more, um, how do you say it? Uh, like you don't get manipulated in the same way because it's still yeah. the music I, I put up. Yeah, that's true. But bottom line here, uh, just to kind of close things out, I know this has been kind of a weird show this time. We had 
Sizz, who left partway through, and Nexus, who uh, materialized out of nowhere partway through. But uh, one of the last things I wanted to say is uh, this person uh, on Twitter, Wendy's Bug, Bagu, uh, says, Owning something physically seems to always trump digital downloads, especially when certain artists create their albums to be collectibles. Plus, artists get the most support from physical copies. Digital and streaming has gutted their income. I think there's a lot of truth there, but also for some artists, there's a little bit of uh, not so much truth. But I mean, if you have indie bands, they put something on Bandcamp and they get was like ninety percent of the income for themselves. So that would be better than buying physical disc because uh, it costs money to produce physical disc and they have to ship them out and stuff like that. So that's a lot of work and time. Okay. Yeah, true. Thank you for proving my point with evidence. You're the man. But I I agree with uh, Wendy's bug here is that, you know, sometimes they're collectibles, but at the end of the day, the physical copy is yours. You have it. Maybe you lose it if you're not careful with it, but it's not just going to disappear one day because of licensing issues. It's it's not going to be unavailable one day because of a solar flare. It's not going to be unavailable one day because you didn't pay your internet bill. It's always <laughs> going to be there. It's yours, and taking it away is a little bit harder. Yeah, I, I back up my music on the cloud server, so hopefully that'll stay up. <laughs> yeah. Unfortunately, uh, the solar flare would probably obliterate that as well. <laughs> the one, the impending solar flare they keep talking about. Mm-hmm. Uh, but with that, uh, MBT, any closing words from you? Um, any closing words? Um, uh, I, I want to find a comment to close out. It. Rosa Santulli say, says, I love and collect them. For me, they are like little pieces of art. That's it. <laughs> Wonderful. Wonderful. I agree. I agree with that sentiment, though, wholeheartedly. Uh, Nexus, anything you want to add to the end here? Mm, no. Support your favorite artist. All right. Also excellent. Also, buying support. physical media, because Spotify sucks at supporting your favorite artist. Wow, man. That's a bold claim. Spotify doesn't suck. Yeah, okay. We're on Spotify. <laughs> yeah, we're on Spotify. <laughs> All right. You can find us on Spotify, everyone. But with that, I've been your host, Mazo, with co-host nexus oh my god and special guest nbt find us on spotify (laughs) all right find us on spotify we'll see you guys next time